0: Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got, and then some.
1: Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm talking bad a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the
0: show. Life sure does go on, huh, Clitorati? Honestly, whether you're quarantined in your home or back out in the world experiencing stress and overwhelm, New tools to become embodied and connected to yourself and others always creates a pleasure-filled life. Welcome to our clit-dick virtual hang as the cast of Clit Talk hangs with their booze and dishes on what's really going on behind closed doors. Luckily, we've brought back the sensual sorceress, Sarah Grace, to help mediate, inspire with her words of wisdom, and give us some new tips and tools on how to stay sexually alive during quarantine. Here we go.
2: In the last episode... Sarah asked us to be generous, be generous, and I was like, "We are the generous megaphones."
1: I think that's our new couple name.
2: <laughs> I like well, name. Sarah
1: is now the sociable amplifier. How did you go from? Okay, so for our listeners, we're using Squadcast, and apparently, if you don't put your name in, they just make up one for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've got sugar, we've got sugar and Austin in the studio, and they are witted Skywalker. Sarah has gone from somehow being Sarah to sociable amplifier, and Katie and Ethan are imaginative, creative. It's
3: true. This yeah. could be a porn name for me. We're,
1: <laughs> we're. In- I'm just sad. I have no booze in my house. We ran no? out. It's no. too. I'm true. We bought so much and I just like drank like a fish the first week of the quarantine and Oh wait, wait. I've we have it. port. I've I'm going to go I've pour been, myself a glass of port. I'll be right back. Do
2: it. So it's really fantastic to see you guys. The cocks are taking over the studio right now. It's happening.
4: <laughs> the hen house is <laughs> You're welcome. How are a we going. Wizard guys? Wizard it's good. So it's good. I've uh, I've had the uh pleasure to be in full quarantine with uh Lindsay. You know, yeah. So <laughs> <How's laughs> uh, it's been <laughs> been there's been tears there's been hysterical laughter there's been anger
2: few fights it's been complex i feel like that's that's kind of par for the course right no no this is that it's been nuts
0: well their relate your relationship is new and ethan and mine is 13 years old
2: we're actually going to be 12 in august
0: <laughs> okay i was close but you know the wave of emotion sounds sounds about right. You just got to come back to gratitude, honestly. We're healthy. I'm grateful for our health and our family's health. And it sucks to be quarantined. And I, I just want to give a big <laughs> shout out to all of the medical professionals out there and people who are on the front lines, all the police officers, all, all the way down to like nurses, aides nursing students who haven't graduated, who are working on the floor tirelessly for these families. I'm I'm super, super grateful for all the work and also super grateful that I get to still do this podcast with y'all over remote squad cast. Right. It's like the most fun I've had all week. <laughs> I know. I look forward to this. We have an incredible guest here, Sarah Grace, the Sensual Sorceress. Woo! Thank you so much for staying with us. It's like 2 a.m. in Philly right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is it actually 2 a.m. there?
0: It is.
2: Oh, my God.
5: It's okay. I don't have to go to work, so it all works out. <laughs> true. true. Is yeah. in a,
2: are you guys quarantined there as well? I imagine you are, right?
5: Yeah, of course. Yes. And I'm from New York City, and, you know, it's really, really bad there. So I'm lucky I'm
1: not in there right now. Sarah. Do you have any advice for our listeners during this quarantine of like how to you're so zen like how how do you how how do you stay zen through this process how do you stay connected to your sexuality to your to your connection to your intimacy how do you stay intimate with people when all you have is a computer screen You know I have many practices I do
5: and many I could share with you but um it's really about like whatever your practice is whatever you do yoga even if you work out anything that really gets you in your body and gets you present this is the time to practice bringing what you learn in your practice to every moment and that's really what spiritual practice is and what like we do this what we why we take care of ourselves why we do any practice we do it's to bring it into every moment yeah so For example, like I do this dance where I connect with the ground. I bring my consciousness to my feet as I dance. And now as I talk to you, I'm imagining my my feet on the floor and feeling them as I talk. Or with my breath work, if I'm breathing deeply in my belly um, during breath work, now as I talk to you, I'm also breathing deeply in my belly so now is the time really to incorporate whatever you do to get into your body into your your spirituality into your inner world into your calm bringing that to every moment to deal with crisis.
0: Well, as a new mom of a almost 8 month old With no help anymore. Normally, we have someone here fifteen hours a week.
2: What am I, chopped liver? Not
0: that you're no help, but
1: you're working. Yes, you're working full time. (laughs) Okay, I know our listeners can't. We're on like like a Zoom call. You should have seen your face, Ethan. You were literally like, "No, you are hugely helpful."
6: You're hysterical.
0: You are always helpful, though, and I still have someone else helping me. 15 hours a week. And so I'm also working and I don't work. You owe Ethan the whole time a blowjob, like day. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble. Anyway, you are. Normally I'm getting my like my spiritual practice is hiking every day and I push a sixty pound stroller up the mountain and I really get this like aggression or like just energy out and work my body out and I feel good. And I can't do that right now, so I'm really mm-hmm. having trouble finding ways to like get my energy out sex. and um Ethan has a suggestion <laughs> Katie no we have okay his what he said was we have been doing that <laughs>
2: oh good, oh, good. No, I actually the thing I actually really wanted to say was, um, this time has been very trying, I think, for everybody um we've all been struggling with things that aren't um ideal and i have to tell you sarah you vibrate in a very high level i like seriously you are being the person that you want to be and you're taking it on but i would like just for right now i'd like to hear you bitch about something that's bothering you right now <laughs> in oh, the please. middle of this because the he other thing that's his- great about humanity is Commiserating uh, with our (laughs) troubles.
1: We are literally recording this podcast just because we want to hang out with each other. He's
3: gonna (laughs) lower your vibration just for a little bit.
1: I know. Just just for a couple (laughs)
3: seconds.
0: Don't let him do it, Sarah. I felt her like her shield go up when you said it. She was like, No, you may not you you (laughs) will not penetrate my zen. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm,
5: I mean, I like I miss men. Like I really do.
0: Are you are you quarantined on your own?
5: No, so I'm with some family, but like, yeah, yeah. I miss going on dates. Like I miss touching men and like, <laughs> so like, you're,
1: are you single, Sarah? I
5: am. Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. I thought about that. I was like, so how do you like, as a single person, what are you doing to like, keep your sexuality and your sensuality a Like, is it, is it alive for you right now? Like you, you say you miss men. Like how do you, what should the single people be doing right now? <laughs>
5: Yeah, I mean, for me, like how I express my sensuality is like an every all day thing. It's just how I am. Like, I don't see my sensuality as just like doing one practice. It definitely, like, I can grow it in my practices. But, like, making sure when I'm like watching TV or like just hanging out around the house to like touch my rest like make noise and like come back to my pleasure when I'm sipping my tea to really enjoy that cup of tea um it's just to really remember to feel and enjoy life even in this kind of situation to like flirt with myself when I like pass myself in the mirror <laughs> like um uh, when I take walks to really like close my eyes and feel the wind on my skin like it's really like an all day, every day, um, experience. It's just my path I've chosen.
1: Yeah. It is a choice for sure. I I cooked a dinner naked tonight. Does that count?
4: I watched. Does that count?
1: (laughs) That sounds awesome.
4: (laughs) You could
3: go on Tinder dates. You could go on Tinder dates. that are three weeks long.
0: You know, I
5: actually got asked out on like a dinner Mm. date over video chat. (laughs)
6: oh that's cute. cute that's really cute know, that's cute. Really cute i like that <laughs> yeah, and there's no expectation of sex so it's probably even juicier you know
1: i bet you any money we're gonna hear so many stories like cute stories like after the quarantine like we fell in love over video and then when we met mm-hmm. each other it was
0: amazing and exactly. like what's that new show on netflix like oh, were they like they don't see Nick each other
5: love course. is blind the best show <laughs> i
0: did it, the best show so good. oh really It's like living that show in real life. Wait, what's the premise
5: of the show? So basically it's like they call it an experiment. And basically you date um, people and you're like, you're talking like you're on the phone, but you're actually like in these pods. So you're like talking to a wall. And then the only way you can meet the person you're talking to after you've like talked for a week or whatever, however long, is if you get engaged and then you can see each other. So you get engaged without ever seeing each other
0: so this is like you know you meet virtually but the only time you can actually see each other is if you've been self-quarantined for four weeks
6: interesting (laughs) no not funny i guess it's interesting (laughs) it's kind of symbolic i guess it's a little little funny in a lot of ways the timing of
0: that show is pretty you know yeah mm I hate to say this, but I'm an introvert at heart. I've kind of been enjoying being home and Ethan having to be home because he's such a um, social butterfly. He's always needing to go out, always needing to have plans. Our calendar is always so full. And even though I'm busier than I ever was because I have my infant at home with me, like just me and Ethan and Ethan's working full time. But we're finding new ways
6: to really connect. And um, we're having a lot more sex. What's a lot more mean? Like what, what it was it and what is it? Give us numbers. We've done
0: twice this week. And on average, it's a once zero to once a week. So nice. She's not impressed. You double it. But Are you been- kidding? That's
6: how often I have sex is like <laughs> once or been- twice a week.
0: It's been, like, full-on making. That's like amazing. Like, candles.
6: Mm.
2: There's something during uh, times of stress like this that happens in your brain where you want to eat unhealthy foods and drink too much alcohol and smoke too much weed and have a lot of sex. And that's a very real thing. It's a coping mechanism. Um, And, uh... I'm uh, reaping the benefits of that coping. <laughs> <right again>. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're coping very well.
4: Yeah, I just
1: can't believe that my weekly number
6: beats sugars. Like in what universe? You can't talk to Austin about that one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
3: hey, I was supposed to have knee surgery last week mm-hmm. and I missed it by one day.
1: Yeah, so let me elaborate uh, on that. The last I was, two I was of supposed our- to have Botox and I missed it by one day. So
3: <laughs> I, I was too. <laughs> Point is, sex hurts right now.
6: Yeah, so here's uh, my sex life the last two months. You guys can really feel for my husband here. So like every weekend we have orgies and my husband gets to penetrate multiple women. I probably get like five or 10 minutes of his cock like while he's enjoying everyone. And that's cool. I enjoy myself and the way I do. And then uh, basically the rest of the week is his knee recovering, so we don't make love. And then we have another orgy. <laughs> this has been my sex life for the last two months. Well, so I'm really craving—actually, like it's not. I'm really craving and enjoying the fact that, like, our non-monogamous lifestyle, like, we don't— like get to be with people on the weekend so it's like coming inward together and
2: damn sarah if there was ever a moment where you get to shine this is it go (laughs) yeah go i'm just saying i'm just saying that
6: like my sex life has been like with people every weekend and his knee is a real thing he needed to get knee surgery and so i want his knee to i want to give him space to heal so i'm not asking him for the things that i would want or need during the week you know it's like Dude, you're you're like, I want to honor the fact that your knee hurts. Like, let's just honor that. I'll rub it and we can lay next to each other and cuddle. But yeah, I mean, it's a little draining after a while to then like go on the weekends and that's that's my sex life, even though I can't complain. It's a fabulous sex life. I'm having sex with multiple, you know, people, women and men. And so I'm reaping benefits as well. But yeah, just like that one-on-one time has been like not uh fully there. So it's ironic we're like quarantined, and so it's like, you know, time to be able to uh, be together one-on-one
1: yeah
5: I mean my like my feeling on what's going on is we are being called this is an initiation to create a deep a deep fucking intimacy with ourselves like we are everything that we rely on to fill us up to satisfy us from the outside world including like our relationships um A lot of us don't have access to that. We're being initiated to fully source from within, which is like full empowerment. And when we do this, we don't have to consume from animals, from the environment, from our partners, from any, from sex parties, even like anything. Like when we have that deep, full intimacy in our hearts, in our sex, in our um, consciousness, like we don't need that. Yeah. So like, for me, this has like been a really deep journey. Like, where am I outsourcing? Where am I trying to fill my like deep needs and my, like my holes inside of myself? Like where am I, even my physical holes, like where can I fill that for myself? You know, like it's a really beautiful time to explore that. And if you're living with a partner intimately, like really, like I encourage you to make space where you still are exploring that. And this is like, Yeah. Like through self-pleasure and also just through your everyday, like seeing your triggers, like when are you triggered? And then like not blaming that trigger on whatever's triggering you, but like always bringing it back. And whenever you bring it back, every single time you turn that mirror back to yourself, you are deepening the intimacy with yourself. And then when you go deeper into that feeling, into that trigger, deeper 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 so journaling is great for this time like even screaming into a pillow when things get really fucking frustrating but always taking full responsibility for your experience your emotions because yes something can bring those up feeling but it's still it, they're just bringing up whatever has been living inside of you so our relationships are a beautiful mirror like for self-growth self-intimacy yeah
0: yeah Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse, and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awakened CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week, and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex, and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So... I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk, and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there, and if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough, so do yourself a favor and get your pussy high.
2: I got to appreciate how much... uh... We're all trying to drag the level of this conversation down and you just keep bringing it back up again. It's awesome.
4: <laughs> I have a specific question for you. Uh, one of you talk about self-love. Uh, you did talk about going on walks. And I know, because uh, we're all in Los Angeles and the uh, the LA metropolitan area is complex when it comes to quarantine. So I'm understanding, based on assumption, that these walks are part of your exercise, part of your energy release, part of your self-care, self-commitment. Is that correct?
5: Uh yeah, like I'm so privileged that I'm near nature right now and um it especially helps for me as like a single person who isn't getting cuddles so I can like connect with the living being like a living thing which is nature. <laughs> um and some people especially like those in isolation if you are like fully by yourself like going out in nature is a really great way to feel connected because nature is alive and you can fully feel like an intimacy and um with nature even feeling breeze against your skin like feeling the aliveness of your surroundings um yeah like i am really privileged that i get to experience that right now i'm not used to that because i'm always in the city so
1: feel super privileged
4: walks along the sidewalks are uh rather
1: (laughs) not the same dangerous (laughs) not as scenic (laughs) (laughs) well
4: also a little dangerous for us right now because of the uh social distancing issue um i've found at least for me uh this may be help might help you katie uh i've been getting on my bicycle because now i'm 20 feet from any pedestrian and the only things near me are cars and their windows are closed and they're, you know, I'm not near the airspace, the shared airspace. And so a bicycle has been my saving grace for getting that exercise in LA.
0: That sounds great. And also the screaming into a pillow. That is absolutely what I need to do. I actually like started, I've been just on myself. I uh, started, <laughs> I was eating and we were talking, I was getting frustrated. And I just started going like this, like stabbing my fork into our table and then I do and I was like, fuck, I don't wanna screw up our table, so I did it into the plate. And it was just like ridiculous. I need to scream into a pillow because I can't we can't really argue because it'll wake up our baby and I I I, I can't get it. I just need to... I haven't found a way to really get it out. But when you said scream into the pillow, I was like, oh, I can do that.
5: I'm curious if you guys, like, ever sense in your partner, like, you just can see and you can sense that they have deep rage
0: that they're not dealing with. Ethan's (laughs) nodding his head. And he's correct. Do you want to say anything? I I mean,
2: when when she started stabbing the table, I went for the door. (laughs) I... uh, could see it in her eyes well before that started happening and i was like i need to leave yeah Uh, but But a
5: lot of us have deep fucking rage like that's deep inside of us that comes out in weird ways like especially in relationships where it's like alcohol yeah i wasn't
0: drinking i was totally sober (laughs) um so i do have deep-rooted rage that i've been working on for many years and um do you have any suggestions for that?
5: Yeah. So um, especially in women, like women, like society teaches us that feeling anger isn't okay, but everything else is okay to feel. But for men, it's like you can feel anger, but nothing else.
6: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Every time I get angry, I'm told I'm crazy. So, you know, yeah. Uh, well, I,
1: I think I think that this quarantine... I I know that I, I I make this joke like I experience all seven stages of grief on a daily basis during this quarantine. <laughs> like I have literally had every emotion, um, f- all of them, including rage. And um, on top of the quarantine, I wasn't going to share this, but I found out my mom has breast cancer last week, and so I've been either quarantined or driving my mom to the hospital, and um haven't been able to really like be with her the way I would want to be with her, supporting her through this. And, um, I was having a moment the other day and one of my friends was here at the house and who's quarantining with us. We're being responsible. Um, and he, he, he tried to, he was like, well, why don't you just do this, do that, do this. And I was like, can you just allow me to be upset? I just want to be upset right now. And I'm in my own home and I just want to be upset. My mom just called me and told me she has flu like symptoms and I'm afraid she has coronavirus. She doesn't. She just had an allergic reaction to something, but I was freaking out because both of my parents are in their 70s. My mom has breast cancer. My dad is very sick as well. And I think, you know, if someone's upset, just giving them the space to be upset because it's okay. You don't always have to fix it right away. And this, this, this quarantine can be a container to, I feel like every inch issue and insecurity that you have is like shoved right in your face because you don't have the daily distractions of life and going out and being with other people. It's like, you're being forced to deal with everything and we can either view it as an opportunity or as a huge breakdown. I'm personally trying to view it as an opportunity. It's hard as fuck. You know, I don't, I don't want my mom to have breast cancer in the middle of a fucking pandemic but it is what it is. And um, I'm trying to do my best to view this time as an opportunity to sort through some of my rage, to sort through some of my anger, because it is coming up for me and my fear and my anxiety and um, trying to do it in a healthy way and also in healthy ways. I know I've been drunk more times last week than I probably should have been, but that's what I did. If I'm being totally fucking honest, it's what I did because it was too much. It feels like too much sometimes.
2: Yeah, Lindsay, I, I feel you really, really hardly. I, and I have to tell you, this time really is a blessing if we look at it like that. Yeah. Um, you know, even in in your situation, like you'd be working right now. You wouldn't necessarily have the time to deal with your mom. And like, I, I have to think about in my situation, um, I've been... Feeling guilty about not spending enough time with my kid as he's growing up in this really critical time where every day is like a lot longer than normally. Uh, You know the uh, the huge leaps and bounds that he's making in development. Um, And he's so cute. (laughs) He's so cute, and it's just almost
0: crawling,
2: almost there. And I'm going to be there when it happens. And it's because of this lockdown and uh you know 10 or 20 years from now way past this thing i'm going to look back at this time and be very grateful for it i think so
1: yeah it's like if we can try to find the beauty in a truly horrible situation
2: and find it now because yeah. we're yeah. going to find it next year but let's find it while we're in it you know what i mean
4: i feel blessed to actually i'm talking to my mom more than i have in a while normally i'm rushing with work and I've got so much to do and she wants to have these deep, long, connected conversations. And now I'm talking to her every other day and we're just, our relationship is one of the best it's ever been. Um, So that's like one of the beauties I found with this. Um, I'm also excited about pursuing a personal project that I now suddenly have time for.
3: I find myself going inward a lot because we have more time. There's more time for meditation and I'm being more creative and I'm focusing on structures more where i would have i'd sit in front of a computer now and i'm taking the time to sort through things that i wouldn't normally have the time for or um um putting some legs to ideas that i've had um so it's just more of a creative and learning too i'm reading more about things that i probably should have read about before but i have the time to do it so it's more of a uh space to to learn and create and communicate in a way we haven't or i haven't before so it's been very nice I have less time
0: than I've had before the quarantine. And it's not all bad because I'm spending all of that time with my son. And I get... And calling me. And calling Lindsay. (laughs) Basically, it's Cooper and Clit Talk. (laughs) And that's about what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, which isn't much different than before. It's just a little more heightened. And I think a lot of parents who are working from home all of a sudden and their kids are also home. Like luckily Cooper's eight months old. If there was like a couple little ones running around interrupting your work, like it just increases the stress level. So I think what you were talking about before about like, even now when I'm talking like, how can I bring my relaxation into my every movement? Because as we've all been talking, and I mentioned my rage bubbling up earlier, is I'm just like on and super happy and jumping around and singing and entertaining my son all day long. And maybe like I could shift that energy for myself where he's still getting what he needs and I'm actually taking care of myself at the same time. I don't know what that looks like yet because I'm having this realization like right now. But, um <laughs> On air. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it looks like when Cooper goes down for his nap, doing my meditation first, because I jump right into work.
5: And also, like, I want you to remember (laughs) um, breath, noise, and movement. And you can incorporate breath, noise, and movement any time of the day, at any moment. And this is with these three things you move energy, you release stagnant energy in the body. And you come back to the body as well. So if you're like, feeling like, you're like not feeling so good, you're losing energy, like moving your body. Uh, like, what would that sound like? Like making sure to continue to breathe deeply. This is what you can do all the time. And like, it's so funny because I make a lot of noise, like, because I practice this in my own life. Like I'm always making noise. And if I'm like, I'm always making emotional release noise, you can say. Um, and people around me are always like, what's wrong? Because they like think I'm sighing. And I'm like, no, I'm just like releasing noise. And mm. I lived in a house with like three, they call themselves sex witches. We all are kind of sex witches, yeah? And yeah. we, like one of our rules is we can make as much noise as we wanted. So it was like the loudest house. Like we would just always like in the shower, ah! like always be making so much noise. Like we're sitting on the couch, just like, all the time making noise, breathing deeply, moving our bodies, always dancing. You can dance with your child, like, and just continuing to always do these things to move stagnant energy in the body. Yeah. I want to be a like, prevents sex sickness, witch. this prevents depression, anxiety, like, just always. Like keeping the prana, the move, the energy moving in the body.
0: This was great. Thank you so much. Great, Thank Sarah. You. Was there anything else that you wanted to leave our listeners with?
5: Uh, you can find me at thecentralsources.com or Instagram at thecentralsources. If you need online coaching, mentorship, um, or you can take my men's course and making a women's course too. I'm here for you if you need me. It's fabulous. You. You're so great.
0: Thank you so stay much healthy. for being with us. Everyone, stay healthy out there. Give, give the person that you're quarantined with lots of hugs if you're with someone. If not, hug yourself.
1: Do something weird. And if you're able to lick your own pussy, do it. I recommend it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't sure. do it, but I wish I could. I'd <laughs> be super I'd be down there. You
0: would
6: have never talked to me. I'd be there all day.
1: All right. We love you, Clitorati. We'll see you we next Tuesday. You. <laughs> Bye. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe, but only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review, but again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, It's very much appreciated and thank you.